Peace, 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 family. It is I, it is me, brother DSP, your friendly neighborhood media personality, and you're tapped into another episode of the Blast Podcast. With this episode, I'm taking a trip back into my little corner of hip-hop, you know what I mean? Uh, You know, I normally don't listen to the mainstream hip-hop, I mean, I do dibble and dabble here and there, but there's a particular corner of hip-hop that I like to sit in when I'm vibing, whenever you see me vibing to my headsets, you know what I'm saying? If if I'm not listening to R&B, yes, I rock out to R&B, I'm listening to like hip-hop, and I'm listening to this particular corner of hip-hop where technique, respect for the craft, and creativity is respected. You know what I'm saying? So I'm going back into that corner. Huge shout out to the Umbrella. Shout out to the Black Hand Music Group. I'm talking to... uh, uh, For a minute now, if you guys have been listening to me for a while, I've been trying to get some of the producers of um, Umbrella onto this platform because I featured so many of the MCs. You know what I mean? Shout out to Snotty Pro, uh, Allah Preem. Josiah, uh, Creasy, um, who else am I forgetting, man? Mickey, uh, Shaolin, like, there's so many heads there. If I forgot you, please forgive me. Shout out to the entire umbrella. How about that? I ain't forget you there. Shout out to the entire umbrella. But I wanted to get some of the producers on there. And I had a lot Prem, who's one of the producers of Umbrella, and I had Mickey who's another producer of Umbrella. But I wanted to get other guys that, that were integral part of the movement, you know what I mean? And, and Robert De Niro, one of the producers of Umbrella, also um, has his own thing going on with the Black Hand Music Group. Shout out to his brother Bishop, and a shout out to Rob De Niro. That's today's guest on episode, I believe this is 118. Woo. Still going. I mean... I don't plan on stopping anytime soon. Um, but yeah, man, I got Robert De Niro. I mean, this brother is a producer, as you already know. Produces under Black Hand Music Group. Also produces with Umbrella. Um, I'm sure he's probably... He's he's put out projects. You're going to hear me discuss that. Um, he's worked with some prominent MCs. Um, what else? He's got a distribution company. He presses vinyls tapes cds so if you're an mc out there that's trying to get your uh memorabilia up there your collectibles out there to your true supporters because it's only your true supporters who's going to buy your memorabilia you know what i'm saying if people are out there telling you yo you should get cds tapes vinyls this is the man you need to talk to robert de niro is the man you need to talk to so any of the artists that are tapped in right now um listening Listen to what he says. He he has a pretty dope deal. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna break it now. Y'all gotta listen to the episode, and, and we get into that. You know, you guys know how I do. If you if if you if you're an avid listener of this podcast, you know I really get the creative, the entrepreneur, whoever I'm just whoever I'm speaking to to open up. You know what I mean, and tell their story. So we definitely discussed his company. We had to talk about Black Ham Music Group and what he had in store. He also makes an announcement. Um, it kind of kind of crushed me, but once I heard the distribution company was still going on, I knew that he'll be all right. You know what I'm saying? He may get the bug again. You know what I'm saying? But no, listen to this episode. It is fire. 
But before we get into the episode, quick breakdown of the episode. Of course, this is the intro. Um, I'm going to introduce myself, of course, which I already did. Brother DSP, you know the vibes. Please be sure to follow me on, on um, Instagram at T-H-A-B-L-A-S-T-P-O-D-C-A-S-T. Intro. Then we're going to get into the um, drops, right? Um, huge shout out to G Guns and, of course, my beautiful niece. Then we're going to get into one of the joints that he produced on, um, I believe it's on his album. Um, I believe it's uh, 3AM in Brooklyn. Yes, it is. It's on 3AM in Brooklyn, which is a project available on all digital streaming platforms right now. Features guys from the Umbrella. Features Rusty Jux. Features um, Sky Zoo. Like, MCs that really give it up from Brooklyn. You know what I'm saying? And, and oh, by the way, I forgot to tell you. Rob De Niro's from the Southwest. He's from Arizona. Huge shout out to Rob De Niro. Huge shout out to his brother Bishop, who I'm also trying to get on this platform as well. I told you I'm trying to get the umbrella, um, the umbrella sound on this platform because I got the MCs. So it's only right I got um, get some of the producers. So I can't wait to talk to Bishop. This conversation was a complete vibe. But back to the breakdown. But yeah, it's um, Rusty Jokes, Mickey Diamonds, John Creasy. There's other uh, brothers on that joint. Let me see if I can get more of that information. Well, I guess not. Um, and then we get into the... I, I was trying to find out the song for y'all, but I can't get much of the info. But it, it features Rusty Jokes, Mickey Diamonds, Creasy. And then um, we get into the conversation. After that, we get into the joint with Josiah... Um, of Umbrella and uh, De Niro produced the joint. Both songs that you're going to hear are produced by De Niro. And the MCs that you're going to hear on there, nice, tap in. I won't let y'all down. This is my corner of hip-hop, so I'm not going to let y'all down. You know what I'm saying? But that is the breakdown of the episode. Oh, I'm sorry. And then after the song, there goes uh, uh, the outro where I announce who the next guest will be. So that's the breakdown of the episode. Let me do, you know, quick plugs right quick. Please be sure to, if you're a gamer especially, please be sure to tap in with my brother's uh, platform. It is called the uh, Last Life Gaming Network. It's available on YouTube. It's Last Life Gaming Network. Straightforward, no tricky spelling or anything like that. Um, please be sure to subscribe and click the notification bell. Pretty soon, I believe this winter, he's really about to crank it up. He has tons of original content on there now. You can tap in and check it, up, check it out. I'm on there, I believe, twice. I'm trying to get back on there again, you know what I'm saying? But um, I know he's about to uh, crank up his setup. He's about to turn up over there at Last Life Gaming Studios, so it's about to go down. Please be sure to tap into that. Um, it's about to be fall. Y'all ain't going to be outside like that. So, um, And it seems like they're about to be have, a, have a lot of limitations back again because of this quote-unquote Delta variant. So... Tap in entertainment. YouTube's better than TV anyway. I, I, I vouch for that. So uh, tap into my brother's um, YouTube channel, Last Life Gaming Network. Follow him on Instagram and Twitter, Last underscore Life Gaming. And on TikTok, Last underscore Life underscore Gaming. Um, and uh, check him out, man. He's doing his thing on that channel. Huge, huge shout out to him. Um, and why not? Uh, I'm, why not plug my YouTube channel? Uh, follow, subscribe to my YouTube channel. That's O N S L A U G H T Multimedia Onslaught Multimedia M U L T I M E D I A. Um, 
I do my thing. I do so much different stuff. You'll find the podcast on there. You'll find um old show I used to do called um DSP's Seal of Approval on there. Um, you you'll find a lot a lot of content on there. You'll find some of the new content that I've been dropping on there to build the channel, and um, it's doing extremely well. And um, later on this month, y'all, I'm gonna be live streaming. And when I live stream, it's gonna be interviews with some of the independent artists. Um, it's gonna be um, interviews with uh, with not even interviews again. I'm sorry. It'll be reaction videos. It'll be live streams where I'm like reviewing uh, independent artists' music. All that type of shit. So definitely stay tuned for that. And um, subscribe to the YouTube channel. Um, like I said, O-N-S-L-A-U-G-H-T-M-U-L-T-I-M-E-D-I-A. Onslaught Multimedia. All caps. You'll see my face on the um, all over the page. You'll see my face on the uh, avatar as well. So you'll know whose channel it is. I'm going to be busy again this month, y'all. Your boy is going to be calling basketball games uh, three times a week. Sunday mornings, I'm going to be calling the um, 35 and up league. Huge shout out to the OGs of basketball, the OG, the basketball OGs of Rockland County. They're going to be doing their thing on Sunday mornings um, from 11 to 1 p.m. I'm going to be calling those games. Um, I'm also going to be calling games on Tuesdays, the Fall Basketball League Unlimited. Um that's going on from 7 to 9 p.m. Um, and then on Saturdays, I'm super excited about this. I'm going to be calling the ladies game. The VOH Ladies Unlimited League takes off, tips off um, on uh, September 16th. Uh, I believe their, their games is all Saturday morning as well. So it, it's a complete vibe. Your boy's back in his sports bag. Um, I've, been, I've been chilling for a while, um, but we're back. And we're we're going full throttle, three 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 leagues at at a time. Um, huge shout out to VOH Basketball to tap into that. Subscribe to the YouTube channel, VOH Basketball. Straightforward. Um, you'll 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 see some of the you'll see the summer league for sure. You'll see what we did with uh, VOH Live Free Die Trying Day. Um, huge shout out to a friend of the show. Day, uh, who was featured in the uh, Fashion Entrepreneurs episode in, I believe, season one. So huge shout out to him. Um, and shout out to uh, Wonder845, another friend of the show, with the whole VOH basketball thing, doing his thing. Follow him on Instagram, VOH Basketball, straightforward. Also follow Never Tuck Your Town TV. That's uh, the other YouTube channel, I mean, the other Instagram page that I'm uh, running. Um, to, to pretty much keep it separate from the podcast, you know what I'm saying? So there's no confusion because I want to keep the sports element away from the podcast element, you know what I'm saying? So Never Tuck Your Town TV is where um, I do a lot of the updates for VOH basketball. So, And I also interview people on that side, um, sports-related interviews and all that. So tap in with me. I'm out here working and tap in with VOH basketball. Um and also, uh, what else did I want to play? Oh, yeah, follow my Instagram page, at T-H-A-B-L-A-S-T-P-O-D-C-A-S-T. And um, let me get into the shout-outs. Huge shout-out to my day ones, new listeners, erratic listeners, IG models, BBWs, ballers, shot callers, players, pimps, 9-to-5ers, creators, entrepreneurs, gamers, thickies, slim thick, fit thick, thick thick, 
thank you for listening. Rappers, singers, managers, producers, strippers, waiters, bus drivers, Uber and Lyft drivers, painters, activists, social scientists, YouTube viewers, sanitation workers, hackers, computer programmers, graphic designers, life coaches, social workers. I mean, everyone that's out there doing a thing. Uh, listening, supporting the Blast Podcast. Thank you for listening. I hope you guys really enjoyed this episode. I hope you guys have been enjoying the platform for these past two and a half. Is it two and a half years? Yeah, we probably passed two and a half years. These past two years so far, I've been working. Um, like I said, tapping with me everywhere else. Especially if you're on the Instagram page, that page should lead you to all the other platforms um, that, that I got something going on in. Because that's probably the central hub of everything. The, the Instagram page. So if you're listening to the podcast right now, please follow me on Instagram. If you're not already, that's at T-H-A-B-L-A-S-T-P-O-D-C-A-S-T. I am talking to Rob De Niro of Black Hand Music Group. I'm super excited for y'all to listen to this episode. But um, let's get into uh, these drops and then the song uh, featuring Rusty Jooks, Mickey Diamonds, John Creasy. And then uh, we get into the conversation. Be right back, y'all. Hey, yo, what's going on out there? It's your boy G Guns, a.k.a. Gregory Guns. And right now I'm listening to the Blast Podcast. My guy, DSP, make sure you check that out. 845 in the building. When it rains, it pours, and the pain is felt. Metaphors migraine till your brains are melt. All jokes, all games, all pride aside. Jokes park rappers every time they try to ride. I'm a world-class goat, got the belt on my waist. Construction type Tim's when I step in your face. The one from Brooklyn, Crown Heights, Bed-Stuy, Bully. Black face mask with the burner and the pulley. I steam with the stainless, roast with the toaster. They mad cause their kids got rusty on their poster. Never been the jokester, take shit serious. Play comedian, get slapped, delirious. Bury my foot in your chest and get the stamping. Then I'm out on tour overseas with the camping. Yeah, rusty jokes break backbones. Split you to the white meat with the black chrome. Yeah. Rusty jokes break back bones. Split you to the white meat with the black chrome. VVS diamond shining, rhyming remarkable. Night gears with the straps, summertime is the white pair. Cartier climbing, time is money, I hustled on consignment. My niggas still knocking Chris Wallace. The sunrise, I'm in the field early. By 10.30, I'm trying to earn a Heisman and some fly fila shit. Don't fly though, he got dough slick from 06. I heard he came up on the blow flip. His old bitch, fuck with my nigga, she from the Marcy's. His right hand got two bodies, John Gotti. Them niggas shoot his dog, who you playing with? Saying shit like that and get a nigga whack, stupid. Hearts on my combo, they got song. I gave things to Bobby Brown, jawbone from banging them hard stones. Saw fiends die outside and from my own eyes. Them Zanny bars got your mouth wide. Uh, this the difference between you and I. I show and prove you niggas scrutinize. My city gentrified off the two for five. My flow disco shit, super fly. Uh, I told the narrow just let me cook. I stab your stomach out of your back with a rusty jux. 
Even the evils come with a halo over that cheese when I squeeze. Tote tag, case closed. Y'all niggas hate the love. Your shotgun shit, you couldn't keep a rabbit in the hole like Elmer Fudd. You couldn't find a socket in the wall because you hate the plug. I'm punching like Gervonta Davis. These niggas hate these gloves. Uh, undefeated, light skinned it. Knock out by the dirt like I ain't trying to go twice in it. I always been known as the grimy one. No silver spoon, I come from a grimy slum. Uh, I'm like magic, sick as fuck. They ain't been able to touch a nigga since 91. Yo, what's good, bro? Shit. Just wait to get up, actually. <laughs> yeah, no, we gotta, I, I didn't know you was in a different time zone. I would have I would have told you that. I didn't know I had no yeah. idea. Yeah, we out here in Arizona, so it's only eight here. Oh, okay. Oh, so it's three hours in Arizona. Yeah. yeah. Oh it's shit. Up though. I'm, I'm up. I'm I should have been up like an hour ago. I fucked around and, and overslept. So okay, 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 okay. So I'm glad I can hear you and you can hear me. So let's get this started, man. Um, first and foremost, I just want to say, um, ever since I was put on to the umbrella, um, Pro had put me on to everyone else that was involved with the whole movement. And I had tapped in to, I, I don't remember which joint it was because I heard so much music from that team. It's not even funny. Um, but... I know that was the project you did with Creasy. Yeah. Like in 2019, Exodus. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, yo, I have to get this. Because I knew, I, I was saying to myself, there was like a few producers that works with Umbrella exclusively that I want to talk to. And you were definitely one of them, especially after hearing that project. You know what I'm saying? Because the chemistry between you and Creasy was crazy. You know what I'm saying? So before we get into that, um... Where does the name, I mean, I know where the name comes from, but I want to yeah. ask, why did you choose that name? Uh, I don't know where the hell it really came about. I mean, niggas has been really referring to me as De Niro since I was, I don't know, 19, 20, so like 15 years. Okay. Um, I mean, niggas that fuck with me know I'm a big De Niro fan. Yeah, yeah. And, uh... I don't know. I used to, <laughs> I used to go by the chemist back in the day. Okay. Okay. Before, before I really knew who uh who Alchemist was. Okay. And then uh I started getting on Alchemist and I was like, wait a minute, that's like the same, it's like the same name as me. So I changed it. And uh, you know, I mean, De Niro just kind of rang because my first name is Rob. So mm, okay. Went with, with, with that. Okay. So, and you said you're from you're from Arizona. What part of Arizona are you from? I'm from Phoenix. Phoenix oh, you you in the city, the big city. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. City. Okay, okay. Yeah. How's the how's the music culture out there? Because I don't like I always hear about it. Like I always hear it's rich out there. But like you being from there, like you can actually let me know what it's really like. Yeah, yeah. No, it's. I mean, the hip hop scene is cool. Um, most of the niggas out here, they on like that kind of trap type shit got you and uh there's not a lot of boom bap there's a huge uh hispanic population out here so the oh, okay the, the mexicans was really running shit for damn near my whole life got they, you 
they they really get off out here um you know there's not a lot of us a lot of black people out here got you only like fucking like eight percent of the population so really in phoenix yeah in phoenix oh wow i didn't know that yeah so there's not really a lot of a lot of black artists that's able to break through out here got you and um you know we just uh for for 15 years I, i was just uh just basically like saving up beats you know niggas nobody heard anything i had uh except maybe my brother my nigga adrian uh, a couple of niggas that i was i was close with nobody ever really heard any of my beats until like three years ago okay that's crazy bro i didn't know see i didn't even see you just you just broke down a lot of shit to me right there i just learned a lot about phoenix right now that's crazy and i didn't know that the mexicans was running the music scene so it kind of explains why the trap sound is is heavy out there yeah they they definitely they they heavy out here for sure that's crazy that's what's up i appreciate that information right there so yo when when did when did you fall in love with music shit i've been i've been uh, a musician um shit as far as i can remember um i mean not to be dramatic, but some of my first some of my first memories are like hearing music, like mm. the same the same you know the, the normal person would remember seeing their moms for the first time or yeah, you know what I'm saying going to the fucking zoo and shit like yeah remember, yeah, yeah, I, yeah 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 basic shit right I, like, <laughs> I, 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 I remember like piano <laughs> notes and shit like that being Got like, you. One of my first memories and. uh you know, my, my family is uh, heavy in, or my family was heavy into the church. Um, you know what I'm saying? So the only outlet that I could do to um, to kind of express myself musically was to it was to become a musician in the church. Uh, so that's where I started. I mean, that was a great outlet, too. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah, it was. Uh, I got to sit next to, <laughs> I mean, I started off playing the guitar and I had my uncle Charles right there, and my cousin Freddie, who just passed away last year. Rest in peace. R.I.P. Yeah. Um, and they were both great musicians, and I would just, I would spend a lot of my time just really sitting there, just watching them, soaking and, it uh, in, yeah, soaking it in, and then I play a couple of notes to blend in to make it look like I'm doing some shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Got you, got you. <laughs> <laughs> and I did that. I did that for like 10 years, right? I did that for like 10 years. And uh, eventually I wanted to get into DJing. Um, okay. But back then, you know, equipment was like, yes. that, shit, that shit was not cheap, especially. No, not at all. Right yes, you're right. So and my pops, he would never, you know, he would never buy me shit like that because he wasn't into to hip hop. He wanted me to focus all my musical attention into the church. Mm. Um so one day, uh, my bro he comes home with this uh, with this disc with Fruity Loops on it. Oh, okay. Fuck okay. it was. I don't know what the fuck it was. He has the disc, and then he has two beats that he made. The beats was fucking fire. Like I was like, wow. Like I was just mind blown. Got you. Shout out to my bro Bish. He's also in the umbrella. Um. We uh we snuck the the, the program on the computer because we wasn't allowed to, to download shit onto the computer. 
got you. And, got uh, you. and when my parents <laughs> was gone, I would, you know what I mean? Jump yeah, yeah. Computer yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. fuck around and make some shit, some weak ass <laughs> shit real quick. Um, and uh, then I took it to my man A1 because he had a computer at home that he could actually use. And my other boy, Gary from Bosnia, and uh, we downloaded on his computer. And that's when I really started making stuff like every day because I would be at his crib and we was allowed to make shit. And uh, man, I just started getting good really, really fast. Got you. Well, the, you already had the music side already implanted in, in the soul. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> once you started, once you found your avenue in, in beat making, you were like, oh, no, nah, I'm, I'm going to take over with this. Yeah, and that's how it was. It was like, you know, in the beginning, I just wanted to be around music, mm -hmm. be around great musicians. And then I kind of got into the DJ and thing. I said, hey, man, it's too damn expensive. I can't be, I, I'm only fucking 14. I can't be carrying around fucking crates or records. Crates everywhere. Right. <laughs> ass fucking turntables. And, and when he brought the Fruity Loops, it was like, wow, this is like a, this is like a combination of both worlds. And, uh, and obviously way more convenient than, than trying to be a DJ. So. Yeah, that's true. I mean, that, that that's funny. I think most of the producers I've spoken to, they were like, DJs or aspiring DJs at one mm -hmm. point, and then yeah. once they once they found that producer lane, yeah. it was a wrap. Yeah, they did not look back. They were like, "Nah, now I can actually create my own sounds. I, I'm not trying to curate anybody else's. I'm yeah. creating my own." They were like, "Nah, I'm good on the DJ and shit." Yeah, same, <laughs> same shit, same story, man. So. That's crazy. So, who are some of your like favorite producers out there? Um, shit, DJ Premier is my favorite producer as well. Mm, that I get that a lot. I get that yeah, a lot. Primo, Jay Dilla, Alchemist. Oh, yes. Yes. Uh, even though I got on, it's funny with Alchemist because I always knew Alchemist music. I just didn't know who he was. You know got I mean? you. I used to listen to a lot of, a lot of fucking mob beat back in the day. And yep. I didn't know, I didn't know it was Al that was on the production. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I, you know, DJ Premier, Jay Dilla is my favorite producers, but if I had to put my finger on who has influenced my music the most, it would be Al. Okay, I was good. I was go I, that's what I was gonna get into next. I was gonna say, did did any of those guys influence you? And you just got right to it. You said Al did the most. Yeah, Al. Okay. Al, Al is so dirty. You know what I mean? Soulful, yeah. but kind of eclectic. That's, that's yes. You know, that's that's nice. what I dig about Al, bro. Like he can, he can go in any lane and just flip it to where it's like, damn, he turned this into hip hop. How yeah. the hell he do that? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's it's crazy. Yeah, Al is, Al is the truth, man. That's that's definitely that's definitely one of my main inspirations out there. As far as today, there's some really great producers out there. Oh our, yeah, oh yeah. Uh, Jr. Swift, I think he's he's one of the best out there. Yeah, he slept on. He's nice right. though. Yeah, um, uh, V Don is dope. Mm -hmm. there, there's a lot of them out there. Hobgoblin is sick. Yeah, yeah, there, there's a lot of beasts out there, man. That's yeah. a fact, man. Shout out to all those dudes. Yeah. So, yeah. one question I like to ask producers is when you're like wherever you are, because I know some people like find inspiration at random spots. When you're, you're when you're constructing, when you're getting ready to construct a beat, what is the creative process like for you? 
Um, well, as far as inspiration, one thing that I found over the years, like lately, um, when I got both of my kids with me and I feel pretty peaceful having both of them with me, that's when I make my best shit. Mm. You know, my son lives with his mom. My daughter lives with me. And when I got my whole family together and I feel content, that's when I that's when I really make the best shit. Wow. When you're at peace, when I'm at peace, like if I got a lot of different shit going on, um, it just doesn't work for me. You know, got you, got you. Um, you know, that's kind of where I'm at right now. Like that makes uh, sense. And this will be, you know, nobody else knows about this, but I'm working on my very last album. Um, I'm planning on probably probably releasing that on my birthday, December 15th. Okay. Um, and, and it's because of that. It's because I got a lot of shit going on in life right now. I'm trying to make moves. Gotcha. And in order for me to make great music, I need to be, I have to be in a peaceful place. Mm-hmm. Um, and right now, you know, not that I'm not at peace. I'm just on the grind. Like I'm trying to I'm trying to get this money and absolutely work on my family situation. So, absolutely. Um, as far as the creative process, um, you know, I just get in there and and just really start listening to samples, whether it be on vinyl or um, I guess they call that e digging now or whatever. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, just get in there, listen to samples, find something that catches my eye. Um, and then just kind of go from there. Got um, you. So that's that's uh that's that's good, man. The, the 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 part that really got me was when you were like, "Yo, I got to be at peace." No yeah. one has. Ever, I, I don't think out of all the people that I've spoken to, I think you're the first person that told me that. Like, I have to have, I have to be, I have to have a great peace of mind to really, really give you what I can give you. Yeah, yeah. I think that's I think deep. For, uh, I think for a lot of producers, maybe music is the piece. Yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, music has has been in my DNA since I shit's pretty much since I've been born. Yeah, I was gonna say, yeah, yours yours run deep. So yeah, yeah, it's right. Too. So it's it's not one of those things that if I do music that I could just forget everything else that's going on around me. I really have to be in a good spot. Yeah, and it makes sense. Forget. That makes sense. So, are you are you um one of the founders of uh, Black Hand Music Group, or are you just a part of it? I am the founder of Black Hand. Music. Ah, okay. So, so I was doing my homework. All right, cool. Yeah. So, how did that whole movement come about? Because I, I love that whole shit. The the whole Black Hand is you, Bish. You got a few other people down too, right? Yeah. So basically, um, when I first started off, I wanted to. I wanted to find a way to bring some of the people along with me that I knew were talented too. like consider the fact that um, I'm a pretty good producer, but I learned everything I know from my brother Bishop Mm -hmm. and uh, he's great in his own right. My man, a one, he's great in his own right. Um, So I wanted to bring, I wanted to find a way to bring them along with me and incorporate them into what I was trying to do. Got you. Um, so I created Black Hand, um, you know, spread the words to my, spread the word to my circle. And we just started, we just started moving forward. Um, and, and a lot of it just caught, I don't know, it just caught fire. Sure did. Um, you know, as far as other people, we had other people involved, but I think 
over time I realized I didn't want to manage artists. Yeah. Yeah. Artists are hard to <laughs> artists are hard to satisfy. Yes, no brother. Disres- yes. No, no disrespect. To I know, anybody. bro. I know. <laughs> yeah. So I just decided like just that's hearing not- you say it. I, I heard the, the aggravation and frustration <laughs> releasing. <laughs> so I decided, nah, that's not what I want to do. Um, so we eventually dissolved a lot of the quote unquote artists that we had yeah. with us. And really, it really turned ourselves into more of a distribution unit. Got um, you. Which so, is smart. Yeah. So basically, we, um, we're like a third party now. So if you want your vinyls done, you want your CDs done, um, you yep. know, we'll take your contract. We will distribute your, uh, we'll distribute your record and pay you. So, mm. so um, smart, man. Much cleaner, much cleaner business than the the yeah. whole management. Management, yes, absolutely, absolutely. I mean, I wish more people uh, got into distribution. We yeah. need more more companies like yours to do what they're doing because what you're doing, you're also creating like collective collective items and all that collectibles and all, you yeah. know, because like you can't really find CDs, vinyls, tapes and stores like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that it's a, it's a great business that more people need to get into. So that's why I wanted to bring up the whole uh, black hand music group. thing. Yeah. And what I wanted to do is I wanted to bring that service to to our um to our community at a price that's affordable because you know you know you go and try to get a set of of vinyls done uh, you gotta have two grand in your pocket yep you know or 15 grand in your or 1500 in your pocket in order to to make it happen and for us we actually pay you as you sell Mm. so there's no there's no real upfront yep yep that Um, makes sense so it just provides that opportunity for for some of the people in our bubble that may not may not have the funding to do it on their own. Got you, got you. And is that how you linked up with the umbrella, or is that was that uh, also one of your uh, one of your babies as well? So umbrella came about when we still had artists at Black Hand. Okay. Um, and uh, I don't know how I, I don't know how I met Pro. Um, Okay. I think I was just, just kind of going through pages like I used to do back then. Okay. Um, and I ran into Pro Pro's page. We started talking, getting cool and stuff. And uh, he told me he he brought Snotty into the mix and gotcha. um, told me about Snotty. I think I posted him a few times on the Black Hand page. Got gotcha. you. Uh, not long after that, Pro told me that him and Snotty had come up with this umbrella idea. Mm-hmm. Uh, which would basically be a co- collective of different rappers, producers, um, I don't know, fucking uh, artists, mm-hmm. um, pretty much people that do all different things gotcha. uh, within the within the little industry that we got going on here. And he wanted to uh, he wanted to come kind of combine Black Hand's sp- strength with what he had going on. Got gotcha. you. And um, Pro's a smart guy. You know what I mean? Yes, I, she is. That's I, I my definitely dude. value. Uh, <laughs> I definitely value intelligence. Yeah. 
And uh, he's one of those people that'll say, oh, all I do is uh, smoke weed, fucking fuck bitches, da da da. You know, pro. He's 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 just mad grimy, but he's well. He's he's smarter than he gives himself credit for. Absolutely, absolutely. uh, You know, it was a no brainer for me to to kind of join our movements, and um, that's how it began. So. And I mean, it's it's working beautifully now. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah <laughs> no that. Yeah, no denying that, man. Definitely coming to fruition. Shout out to Pro Snot, Josiah, the the whole team. Definitely, man. Because uh, the last project that you um had released, where it was a strong um a strong representation of them on it, was uh, three AM in Brooklyn. Yeah, um, yeah. You had, I mean, of course, you had the Umbrella guys. You had Creasy. You have Mickey Diamond, uh, yeah. Pro, Josiah. Um, and, of course, you had other guys that I'm familiar with, Rusty Jokes, Jamil Honesty, Sky Zoo. Yeah. And I'm here with this project. I'm like, yo, this shit is fucking crazy. Yeah. Like, yeah. How was the feedback for that project? Feedback was good. Feedback Absolutely. was really good. It's It's been a year now, actually. It's still... Yep. It's still selling, still streaming. Okay, that's what's up. Yeah. I was gonna ask you that. Yeah, and and that's kind of the effect that I wanted to to have with bringing people on like Sky, uh, Rim, um, and Rusty Jux to kind of headline. You know, these are these are real Brooklyn dudes. Absolutely. So I needed that stamp, and also I needed that that kind of star power that they have within the community. Yep. Um, along with that, I wanted to bring my niggas with me too. So you know, um, yeah. you know, you know, umbrellas coming along for this. Absolutely, so, absolutely. <laughs> uh, so I got some of them on the record, and um, it was just it, it turned out to be a great record. It still sells, still streams. That's what's Two up. Years from now it was, it was still selling, still streams. No, so. absolutely, absolutely. That music is timeless. That music is absolutely timeless. Yeah, thank definitely. you. Absolutely, brother. And you had two other projects that, I mean, you were busy 2020. You had yeah. two other projects. Um, you had the joint with uh, Miskeen Halim, Black mm-hmm. History. Yeah. That was, that shit was tough. Like, yeah. I appreciated that project. And it was good. It was good timing, too, because what the hell was going on? Like, yeah. It was needed. So that made so much sense to drop that project. And then Bloody Who Wears the Crown, which yeah. featured Umbrella Heavy, um, E2, and um, Estee Nack. So I was like, yo, he's he was you were working 2020. I think what's that? Three in 2020? Yeah, yeah. And and 2019 was even busier than that. So yeah, yeah. I consider actually 2020 to be a down year. Um, okay. Okay. I think I only I think I only came out with three or four projects in 2020 while I came out with I don't even know how many in two and in 2019 i was about to ask you how many did because i only knew about the joint you did with creasy because that's when i just got onto the whole umbrella thing and i was like okay let me see what i could find and i had found a joint with you and you and creasy and i was like all right let me tap in and then that's yeah. when i was like oh shit what the fuck is this <laughs> you know yeah, what i mean I, um, 2019 uh kind of kind of the most acclaimed work that i have out there is with with a guy named Ice Lord. Okay, I gotta tap in. I and gotta tap uh, in. The album is called The Black Angel of Carlion. Um you might have you might have you might have seen it on my page a few times. Um but that's definitely I would say probably my best work 
Okay. Um, according to the fans too. Um, okay. So I, so I came out with that and that was actually my very first fully produced project with an artist ever. And oh, it, okay. And it turned out to be my best. So um, it's kind of like, like Jay, he said, Reasonable Doubt is his best album because it took him 25 years to make it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm, yep, 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 yep. Similar with that project, you know. Okay, okay. Okay, so, see, now I got to really tap into that now. You you, yeah. you, sold, you sold it well, brother. <laughs> yeah, check that out, man. Check, keep that, bro. Um, <laughs> Definitely will. Definitely so, will, brother. It's for so real. Had, Definitely will. So I had that one. Um, I had Creasy's album, and actually the very next day, so in one weekend, I dropped uh, Exodus, and I dropped, wow. I dropped San Gennaro with Mad Hatton. Okay, um, okay. So those two albums actually dropped the day after, a day between each other. You were busy. Um, so yeah, if you want to check that one out, um, I had probably four or five beat CDs come out that year. That's actually how I started. How I got mm. uh, is I was just coming out with basically instrumental tapes. Got you. And uh, what I would do is I would use like movies um, as like the theme for the beat tape. Yep. So I had the Karen album, which was based off of the, uh, I guess the uh, the wife of the the dude from Goodfellas. Okay. Yes. Ray so, Liotta's character. Yeah. So it was. Yeah, actually yeah, yeah. Wife. Uh, she was the, and I wanted to do it different because you know everybody uses Ray Liotta and the mobsters and yep. all this stuff. So I yep. wanted to switch it and and use the the female perspective. Yep. Uh, as kind of the headlining. Um, theme for the albums that I did that year. So I did the Karen album. I did um, one called Ginger based off of uh, the casino character. Okay. Yeah. Um, you know, and it just, That's tough. People, just people just really, really fucked with the, the, the instrumental album to a point, the instrumental albums to a point where I just started getting just so many requests to, to work. Mm, the themes are crazy. If you think about it, I think that's what drew the people in. And then once they heard the music, they were like, wait a minute, this right. I need this. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah, and it, and that's what it was for. It was kind of to catch their eye, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? And then once they get in there, once you reel them in, then they can they can kind of see, okay, this is dope. You know. So Okay. Uh so yeah, that's how it kicked off. Twenty nineteen, man. I put out so much fucking music. It's it's crazy. That's um, what's up, man. I gotta, I gotta go. I gotta, I gotta jump into the time machine and, and tap into that, man. Yeah, and then 2020, I had the the joint with Body Bag Ben, which was also a great record too. That's so. a dope. I like that name, Body Bag Ben. I gotta see that. I gotta, yeah. I definitely gotta yeah. listen to that. And he's a dope producer in his own right. Okay. Um, he's a he's a really dope producer. He's worked with a lot of people. Um, okay. Probably as many people as I've worked with, and uh, I'm gonna have to get him on the show. <laughs> yeah, he, yeah, get him on the show, man. He's dope. Sure. He said he wanted to uh, to get into rapping, and he wanted me to be the the producer to to kind of you know bring him into that world. That's um, what's up. Which was a, it was a flattering type of thing, you know what I mean? That he would he would choose me as a producer when he's actually a dope producer himself. He could do this shit himself, you know. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. That's I mean, it's an honor, actually. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. To, to have another producer that wants to get into rap and be like, "Yo, you want to yeah. produce me?" You know what I mean? Yeah, it was. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, 
I know you. I know you had mentioned um, that the upcoming album you're about to drop is going to be your last one. Are you going to do? Is that going to be another like collaboration with different artists, or is that going to be somewhat just with one artist? This is going to be a collaboration with different artists. It's going to okay. have uh, Pro is obviously going to be on there. I got him on there twice. Okay. Um, I got DJ Grasshopper. He comes on, does does some scratches. Uh, Bless Picasso from Virginia. Mm. Um, I got a couple, um, couple other dudes. D Stallone, um, organized crime from out in California. Uh, we got some good, some good people on this last album. It's gonna, it's gonna be dope. Um, but I wanted to get out of this just because it's really, it's really hard to do this on your own. You yeah, know? yeah. You got to make the beats, and then you got to find the artist. You got to find the artwork on your own. Um, I mean, there's so much work that goes into putting together one of those various artists type of like 3 a.m. in Brooklyn type of albums. Yep. Um, and to make you, it work. Right, making it work, mixing. Then you got to send the mixes over to the rapper. One rapper, oh man, I don't like the way I sound on that, bro. Can you? Yep. You know what I mean? Like yep. it's just it's just a lot to do all on your own. So this is that's a big reason why I'm why I'm getting out of that part of it. Uh, just because I don't I don't have that type of that type of time to deal to with all that. that. Yeah, it's it's just a lot. So plus I put out so much music, people can digest that for years to come. Like, Absolutely. Absolutely. <clears throat> I think one part of one part of the problem of our of our community is we always say, well, there's shit coming out every week. Da 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 da. Well, shit, we the artists, we the ones putting it out there every week. <laughs> you yeah, know what I'm saying? exactly. Like, so you got to rarify yourself a little bit, I think. Especially and, uh, these days. Especially these days, and yep. I think that's where I'm getting to is where I want to rarify my music a little bit more, mm. uh, and not really just be putting stuff out there just to put it out there, you know, absolutely times a year. So, yeah, that makes sense, man. So wait, are you still going to be involved with the distribution side of things? Yeah, we'll still be, Uh, be, um, I'll still be, I'll still be there for the umbrella. You know, pro always knows he has my ear if he needs advice or if he needs help with anything. We actually, we got the, uh, we picked up the contract for uh, for his um, foul tape series for for the. Oh, CD. okay, okay. I was gonna ask that. Are you doing the uh, the foul tapes that he's about to release and all that? Yeah, so we're gonna handle the CDs. Uh, Copenhagen Crates is gonna handle the vinyls, and uh, Elephant Artillery is gonna handle the the cassettes. All okay, okay. All, That's all dropping up. on September thirtieth. So. You know, everybody, everybody, go out and support that. It's absolutely, be- absolutely, yeah. They, they, they're, they're gonna know about it for sure. Pro, pros already like friend of the show, been on the platform like two, three times, so they already yeah. know. Yeah. So that's that's what's up, man. I mean, I ain't got no more questions for you, bro. Truly appreciate you coming on, man. Uh, let the people know how they can uh, find you on social media. Yeah, my, um, my. Um... My tag is Rob De Niro with a zero instead of an O underscore BHMG. Um, and my uh, my company, Black Hand Music Group, is just that, Black Hand Music Group. Yeah, I truly appreciate you, man. Keep doing your thing. Can't wait to hear the final album. 
And uh, I'm going to try and send some artists your way that needs, you know, that distribution. You know what I'm saying? So they can get right. That will we'll help them out, bro. Absolutely, man. Keep up the good work, brother. Appreciate you, bro. You already know. All right, man. Peace. If I fail to make the decision to take risks, then I wrong me. I fail the people, then it's on me. If the labels dictating my own shit, then I wrong me. I fail the people, then it's on me. If you show me no loyalty in this slide, is it on you? Ignore betrayal, then the stabbing deserving, but the severity is crucial if anybody you wrong me. The light is shimmer when it's on me. My nigga told me I got it, the game open, but it warned me. Still a toolie when it's on me To get the point across the mental No yelling, just speaking calmly So when I sing it, shit is John B I palm the globe, no stretch in the country is at an arm's reach I can crush it if my fingers start squeezing The dust settles as I bask in the domination I caught me Lusting for power, shit along me Through the trials and tribulations Thoughts in my memory, bank faking Feeling my energy tap Satan on the shoulder full of hatred My enemy back waiting Hitting these niggas attract statements If a killer show you what he packing Pull out the strap and clap blatant This America telling you keep wiping out rivalries While they hiding that's your reliance The black nation still waiting on back payments If I fail to make the decision to take risks Then I wrong me I fail the people then it's on me If the labels dictating my own shit Then I wrong me Feel the people, then it's on me. If you show me no loyalty in this slide, is it on you? Ignore betrayal, then the stabbing deserving, but the severity is crucial if anybody you wrong me. The light is shimmer when it's on me. Uh -huh. Man, oh man, that was a great episode. Huge shout out to Rob De Niro. Huge shout out to Bishop. Like I said, I'm trying to get him on this platform as well. So stay tuned for that. They out there representing Arizona, um, doing their thing on my corner of hip hop. You know what I'm saying? Huge shout out to the Umbrella guys. Um, they're probably tapped into this episode right now. Um, I mean, you guys need to tap in. With Black Hand Music Group, tapping with Umbrella, they're doing their thing. Those dudes are constantly working, constantly dropping projects. I mean, I don't know what more else to say, man. Uh, huge, like I said, huge shout out to Rob De Niro. Keep doing your thing for you artists out there. Y'all heard the deal. I wanted to make sure I touched on this. Y'all heard the deal. He said, yo, he'll press your vinyls, press your CDs, press your tapes. And no one makes money unless sales are made. Like, come on. Like, you can do your pre-orders type shit. And then get your shit off after that. To make sure everybody eats. And now look at me, giving y'all gems. You know what I'm saying? This is a, and it, I mean, this is what the platform is about anyway. You know what I'm saying? He didn't pay me to say that. He ain't giving me no ads or nothing. He plugged it himself. I'm just trying to give y'all my perspective because a lot of y'all share
my perspective as creatives. You know what I'm saying? So as a creative, you're like, wait a minute. If I have an opportunity, whether it's to move just vinyls or just CDs or just tapes, you can set up a pre-order. You know what I mean? And be like, all right, I, can, I got this much pre-ordered. Make your bread and then bomb. Holla at De Niro. Y'all set up what y'all ever... You, you break De Niro off with the bread. Bang. You eat. You get some shit off. He might even bless you with extra. I don't know. That's just me speculating. You know what I'm saying? If he blesses you with extra, you can do some, you know, quick flip. It's a business. This is how shit works. You know what I mean? Huge shout out to um, Rob De Niro. It's just... It's dope to hear a brother have his own distribution company. Especially in this day and age where everything is digital. But at the end of the day, if you're an artist, you know the art is also within the packaging. You can never take away that element, although everything is digital, you know? But um, I don't, I mean, if you guys don't seize this opportunity, then you guys are playing around. Um, a lot of the umbrella guys seize this opportunity. They got a lot of vinyls. They got a lot of tapes. They got a lot of CDs out there because people support those brothers because they're working. So if you are if you are, are a hardworking artist and you're trying to get your collectibles up, trying to trying to find another revenue stream to create, look at that. I'm I don't know, man. Um, holla at Rob De Niro and Black Hand Music Group, man. It's that simple. It is that simple. That simple. But um. Let me announce who the next guest is going to be. I'm kind of proud of this because the next guest is a relative, blood relative. Um, my cousin, his his dad is my dad's brother. Um, so and to see the different uh, places, the different paradigms many of my family members landed. You know what I'm saying? And to hear that he's trying to be part of the um, U.S. Department of State. That's amazing. So I had to get him on the platform. And plus, he's been trying to get on the platform since season one. You know what I mean? And we're about to wind down on season two. And I finally got him on here. So this is this is awesome. Huge, huge shout out to my cousin, The Fly. It's about to be a vibe. Um, I can't wait. So tune in next week. Especially if you're into... Um, trying to learn about the diplomatic side of things of the government when it comes to um, uh, foreign relations and stuff like that. See, it's getting real smart. I'm going into a different bag. I'm telling you, man, I have fun with this podcast. I don't try to keep it one-dimensional. I try to go to different waves. If you notice, I'm starting to expand outside of Rockland County and Hudson Valley. I mean, the last guest I had, huge shout out to Vaughn T. He was from, he represented the West Coast in Atlanta. You know what I'm saying? I've had um, uh, uh, Lovely Marie, who's represented uh, PA in Maryland. And now I, I, I just had Rob De Niro representing Arizona. I'm trying to get his brother Bishop, who's also representing Arizona. So it's, it's a vibe, man. The, the podcast is growing. The podcast is expanding. And guess what? My cousin lives in Florida. <laughs> So tap in next week. I, I've I've done enough talking. Thank y'all for listening. Follow me on Instagram at T H A B L A S T P O D C A S T. I'm Brother DSP. I'm getting out of here. Peace.